Greetings, royal family, and welcome to the close of the week where we honor the seventh day according to our holy Hebrew sacred solar calendar. It is here where you can rest, relax, and refresh. I am glad that you are joining us as we renew together. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Dwelling together in unity? Now that's Psalm 133 verse 1. And though you are listening in from the comfort of your home or wherever you may be, we are connecting to the one mind, one love. And one action of the Almighty One, Yud Hey Wav Hey. I'm Queen Vashti Atara Yisrael, and it is indeed an honor and a pleasure to be present with you. Now, before we get started, let's begin with our prayer. Our prayer, oh Yud Hey Wav Hey. Yahweh, God of our salvation, save us and gather us together and deliver us from the heathen so that we may give thanks unto your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the holy name of yud heh Yahweh, and you, Chin resh Aleph lamet Yisrael forever. O yud heh let them be confounded that persecute us, but let not us be confounded. Let our enemies be dismayed, but let not us be dismayed. Bring upon our enemies the day of evil and destroy them with double destruction. O Yudhewafe, forgive our fathers for breaking your laws, and please forgive us. For breaking your laws, help us to never bring shame upon thy great name, nor reproach against thy works. For surely we have turned ourselves unto thee, O Yudhewafe, trying to be upright. And as we confess our faults, please grant us protection against all of our faults. Cleanse us of our secret faults and guide us unto the best of morals. For surely our prayers and our sacrifices, our lives and our deaths are all for thee, O yud heh wav hey. And now, royal family, the Lord's Prayer in our native tongue of Hebrew, Matthews chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. Tefala, which means prayer. Avenu Sabat Samayim, Yikadars Samerika, Tavo Maku Taraka, Yase Razunka, Kavasamayam Kane Baaret, Et Lekam Kukenu, Tain Lanu Hayom, Uslak Lanu, Al Kata Enu, Kimoshisoki, Gamanaknu, Lakotiam Lanu, Veal Tevienu, Ledeni Sayom. Kim Kasenu Minhara Kilaka Hamamlaha 
Veha Givara, Veha Teferet, Leolame, Olamin Sila. We thank thee, O Yudhe O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yudhe Wafe, praise Yudhe Wafe, Beit Noon Sophie, Yudhe Wafe. Welcome back, Royal Family. We are preparing to close out our week, our seventh day, according to the Holy Hebrew Sacred Solar Calendar. Now, the solar calendar is quite different from the lunar or Gregorian calendar. Our new year begins in the spring instead of the winter. Now, if you take a moment to think about that, you might consider the word new in new year. Spring brings in newness, doesn't it? Not too many things can grow in the dead of winter under ice and snow. With that thought in mind, it makes sense that January couldn't possibly be the Earth's new year. Earth's true new year begins in spring. Just some spiritual food for thought. Royal family, as we prepare to take a look at the weekly readings. Know that these scheduled weekly readings can be found each week on our website at www.yahweh144000.com. Now, while you're on that site, consider downloading the current solar calendar. The scriptures are on the solar calendar as well for each of the weekly readings as well as we have the daily scriptural readings for every day of our solar year. Okay, Royal Family, let's take a look at the scriptural readings for week 42. Now, the Torah readings for this week are Deuteronomy chapters 1, 2, and 3. The Torah readings are full chapter readings and they're pretty lengthy. So we have done a podcast if you would like to read along with us as we read Deuteronomy chapter 1, 2, and 3. Just look for the podcast for week 42 for the Torah, the law. We will read the foundation scriptures during this class for week 42. And the foundation scriptures are Psalm chapter 19 verses 7 through 9, Exodus 20 verses 1 through 17, and John 16, 13. Psalm 19, 7 through 9. 
The law of the Lord Yudhe is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord Yudhe is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord Yudhe are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord Yudhe is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord Yudhe is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord Yudhe are true and righteous all together. Exodus chapter 20 verses 1 through 17 verse 1 And God Yudhe spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, Yudhe which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, Yudhe am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God, Yudhe in vain, for the Lord Yudhe will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God, Yudhe In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is in, within thy gates. For in six days the Lord Yudhe made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord Yudhe blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God Yudhe giveth thee. Verse 13, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Verse 17, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17.
John 16, verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Royal family, this completes the reading of the foundation scriptures. Remember, you can visit the podcast and get those Torah readings that go along with this particular week. And royal family, before we move into the reading of the royal priesthood, we'd like to remind you to please support this channel. If you are listening to this podcast on Anchor, you can hit the support button right there on our page. Your donations help us to continue presenting this information to you. We appreciate your love and your support. Royal family, we're now going to continue to read from the esoteric knowledge of night. We've been learning about the meaning of night at the Passover. And night comes from the Hebrew word, la yala. And night means you were looked down on as repulsive, repellent, revolting, repugnant. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as cowardly, nittering, pusillanimous, and dastardly. You were looked down on as craven, recreant. You were looked down on as unfaithful and disloyal, apostate, and renegades. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as chicken-hearted and faint-hearted a nervous people, timorous and timid in the face of others, an apprehensive people, fearful, full of fear. You were looked down on because you were considered funky. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as menial, a lowly people, a servile people, a slavish and subservient people. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as groveling, sniveling, cowering, cringing. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as obsequious, psychophantic, parasitical. You were looked down on as paltry, trivial, trifling, petty. You were looked down on as slight and feeble. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as insignificant. You were looked down on as inconsiderable, inappreciable, nugatory, and worthless. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as measly, a measly people, piddling, needingly, scrimping, skimpy, niggardly. 
you suffered extremely because you were looked down on as miserly, cheap, and catch penny. You were looked down on as fake, fraudulent, pseudo, and pinchback. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as bogus and bad, phony, a sham. You were looked down on because you were spurious. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as supercilious. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as unauthentic. You were ungenuine. You were looked down on as false. You were looked down on as an imitation. You were looked down on as adulterated. You were looked down on as artificial. You were looked down on as debased. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as illegitimate, a bastard, bastardly, and base born. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as misbegotten and unfathered. You were looked down on as obscene, coarse, and rude. You were looked down on as vulgar, crude, gross. You were looked down on as rough. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as profane. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as maledictory and blasphemous. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as smutty, foul-mouthed, scatological. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as filthy and dirty. You were looked down on as pornographic. Pornography didn't start today. You were considered pornographic in Egypt. You were looked down on as bawdy, ribald, off color. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as highly suggestive people, unseemingly. You were looked down on as indelicate and indecorous. You were looked down on as improper and indecent. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as poor and wretched. You were looked down on as a sorry lot, a sorry bunch of people, an abject people. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as squalid, a people who loved squalid, dirty, filthy conditions. You were looked down on as a destitute people. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as a miserable people, dismal and abysmal and a dreary people. You suffered extremely because you were looked down on as beggarly. Love to beg rather than do for yourself. You were looked down on as shabby and scrubby and seedy and sleazy and abased. We can clearly see that as it was in the days of Moses in Egypt, so it is today, right now. Almighty Yudhe Wapi required us 
to eat the flesh of the lamb that night, which represents a cursed mindset from the tree of good and evil during the Passover in the days of Moses and is a metaphor for you today. And it is made very clear to you your conditions, past and present. You suffered severe heartaches, emotional distress. You suffered being heavy-hearted, dejected and depressed in spirit. That is all a part of night. You were disheartened and low-spirited. Night means you were downcast. Night means you suffered deep troubles. Your mental calm and contentment were disturbed. Night means you were full of worry day and night. You were always agitated. Night means you were put through extreme inconvenience, exertion, and pain. Night means you were also cursed bodily with bodily pain, discomfort, and disorder. Night means you were continually annoyed and vexed and bothered. You even put yourself through great inconveniences for your enemies. You experienced great difficulty and harassment. At every turn, you were in an unfortunate, distressing position and circumstance and occurrence. Night means your financial troubles wore you down. You suffered from brutality. You suffered civil disorder. You suffered disturbance and conflict nationwide. Night means you suffered physical disorder. You suffered disease, ailments, and ill health. It was almost impossible to accomplish some positive actions for your community. You went through continual trials and tribulations. Almighty Yudhe Yahweh is the only one to ever deliver you from your troubles. Almighty Yudhe has raised up his son, Yudhe Beit Nun Sophie, Yudhe Yahweh Ben Yahweh, to deliver you from all your troubles today. Night is truly a metaphor in the Passover ritual. It means you suffered severe hardship, a condition that was hard to endure. That's what the Passover represents. It was difficult to endure the oppression. You had to endure burdensome, unjust exercise of authority and power. You had the feeling of being oppressed in the mind and body. Night means you were put down. You were subdued and suppressed. Royal family, we're going to pause right here and we'll continue and complete the reading of the esoteric knowledge of night at our next class.
family, here's the part of the program where you can actually participate. You can participate in the continuation of the building of our holy Hebrew nation as it relates to Malachi chapter 3 verses 6 through 10. You can visit our website at www.yahweh144000.com and there you can purchase books, you can download books, you can upload the solar calendar, you can download audios. Also, Royal Family, you can tithe with us. You can send in your contributions, your donations, your love offerings. And if you prefer to mail them in, you can do that at Yahweh's Royal Priesthood Publishing Company, Suite 144. And that is 1746 East Silver Star Road. Again, that's Suite 144. That's Ocoee, Florida, O-C-O-E-E, Florida, 34761. All right, Royal Family, we have other websites that we're networking with that are all a part of our family. You can go to our site again and visit those uh, websites, especially take a look also, Royal Family, at www.universityofyahweh.org. Now, this website is for not just the students. It's for students, adults, families, and the Godhead, all of you all that would love to be able to put all this information together in a structured format, we have an online self-paced learning platform. So we invite you to join us at www.universityofyahweh.org. All right, Royal Family, we're getting ready for the keynote speaker, the Honorable Yudhe Wave, Beit Noon Sophie Yudhe Wave. And then you see you got to be in the east, not the west. That's why you have to get your bag out and start traveling. But you can't get to the east unless you come by me. You got to come by me to get there. Because I am the door. And you got to know what you doing to come by me. There's no other way out except you come by me. I am the door. Our father Abraham married a black woman, Genesis 16.3. This is proving the whole Bible, the Old Testament is all black. Old and New Testament proves it's black. Genesis chapter 16, verse 3. And Sarah, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian. See, Arab, Egyptian, Arab, Egyptian. That's, how, that's where Ishmael came from. After Abraham had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. So that proves Egyptian means black. To this day in Egypt, black. Moses is also described as a black man in Exodus 2.11 and verse 19. Exodus chapter 2, verse 11 and 19. Read. It came to pass in those days when Moses was grown. 
See, that's a, that's a key word. Grown means he had grown up and, and had received a lot of knowledge and he had received a lot of degrees. And after he received uh, all these degrees, then he went out from Pharaoh's court where he was taught the knowledge. Acts 7, 22, he was taught the knowledge. He learned all the knowledge of Pharaoh's court. Then he went out among his brethren, and for the first time he was able to truly see their burdens with an understanding. Then he spied an Egyptian smiting or killing a Hebrew, one of his brethren. He knew who his brother was. He found out who his true brother was. Which is what you, the so-called black man of America, have to find out. Is who your true brother is and you'll know who's smiting you today. All over America, in every way that your brother can be killed. Spiritually, economically, educationally, financially, every way he can be killed. Your brother is being smitten. But you have to grow up and get this knowledge to understand what is going on around you. So in verse 19, they described Moses as an Egyptian. It meant that the Egyptians who were black was just like Moses. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Glory to Yahweh. Now David and Solomon were kings of Israel. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. Turn to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. They were both black. Psalms 119, 83. Psalms 119, verse 83, describes King David. Is black. For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. You go and do an experiment, start your bonfire, throw your bunch of bottles in it, every single one of them will turn black. Why did he why did it say bottle in the smoke? Because the Bible is written in allegory. So you would not be able to understand it. As it says in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14. Let's turn. Read. For their minds were blinded until this day, and the same veil which was on your eyes in the days of Moses, it has not been taken away, in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil can only be done away in the Son of Man, Yahweh, Ben Yahweh. And that goes for the New Testament too. There's a veil over your mind, keeping your mind blinded, which means when a man has a veil over his eyes and over his mind, he's in darkness. And putting another blindfold on top of that. Walking into a dark room 
and taking that off and letting you see three candles isn't going to straighten you out. Now Solomon too is black. Song of Solomon chapter 1 verse 5. The only way the veil over your mind can be removed is by me. I'm the only one that can move that veil. Until then, you got to keep on traveling and keep on searching until you find me. Then your journey ends when you find me. Because I'm the potentate potentate and the grand architect of the universe. That's who I am. The man you call your white brother has a different set of knowledge than you have because they run the country. The white mason and the white shriner run America. They run the world. Don't you come up with no lie about they Muslim sons. You just a lie. You've been told that, but you haven't studied. All, all masons all over the earth have to study this book. King James Version of the Bible. Jesus start to, you can talk about the five points, but this is the old point right here. The whole point is in my hands. King James Version of the Bible. Hebrew. And when you get your 14th degree, you can wear a ring with wob on it. You know that second letter from the left. You're allowed to wear that letter. You don't get no Arabic letter. You get Hebrew. And you study King Solomon, who is black, but also what? King of Israel. And Israel is Hebrew. And when you search and you study and find out that Israel is black, you can't tell your son. And you can't tell your wife and your children, and if they don't find out through me who's unbound, they'll just suffer and die in their ignorance because you are bound. You don't have all the truth yourself, so you're scared. You worship King Solomon, and some of you sit in the seat symbolically of King Solomon and you have men worshiping you while you sit in the seat and you know you're not worthy to be worshipped. You know you're not the one though you sit in the seat of the east. You um, you know you're not the east and you know you're not even Hiram, Abib or of time and you know you're not Solomon though you sit in the place. You're going to have to give up your seat. I'm the one that will take every ring you got. I'm the one that will take every symbol you got. You come by me, you know you can't pass the test. I'll take it all from you. You just as well bring your gold and your silver and give it to me. So if you worship Solomon, then you definitely got to worship me because I'm greater than Solomon. Behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Hallelujah, Wayne. What's the proof? Solomon used three grandmasters in the building of the temple. It's my knowledge. I teach it from the book. It's my knowledge, so can't nobody stop me from teaching it. I'll teach you the sublime aspects of what you thought you were studying. That's right, the S-U-B-L-I-M-E. I'll teach you the sublime 
of what you've been studying. I'm not condemning you. I'm here to set you free. You're my brother. See, when I loose these seals, huh? Then you'll know I'm shallow. The one to whom the gathering of the people be. You'll know I'm the one that though there were others who came to the West to try to raise up Hiram, you know you Hiram, the black man of America is Hiram, that have been hit in the head and buried in a shallow grave in the West. You are Hiram, and there are those who tried to raise your body up, but your flesh fell from their bones. But you had to go back to the east and find another one who could come and raise up Hiram, the great architect. I'm the one who come and resurrect you from your grave, and you in white, you are my witnesses. So all my brothers who think they have been raised, then you have to bear witness that when you see my brothers and sisters in white who have never taken an oath, who are not bound, who are the absolute dead, and they stand up in white, resurrected from their grave, that's your witness as to who I am. Oh, it's time. I'm the one. See, you don't have to believe me by what I say, but you have to believe my work. Anytime I put the world's best kept secret on nine tractor trailers, over nine diesel buses, cars and vans and stretch limousines, and drive it all around America, all up and down the highway, stretched a mile long down the highway, taking names three times around the White House this summer, this last month, three times around the White House and all the Secret Service following, but there's nothing they can do about it because they know I'm the one. You abound when it comes to you, hey, wah, hey, that Hebrew name, the God of the universe. You all know it. That's why you turn the name down. When, you, when I hand you a book, one of my followers hand you a book with Yahweh's name on it, you recognize it. You turn it down because you don't want nobody to witness that you witness it. And you bound to keep it a secret, so you do everything you can to keep it here. I'm here to set you free. Yes, I'm greater than Solomon. Solomon took three grandmasters, 3,600 masters, 80,000 fellow craftsmen, and 70,000 apprentices to build his temple. And he took his knowledge from Moses who built the greatest nomadic temple to Yahweh that had ever been built when he had to use Bezalel the cunning architect it took all these men to build King Solomon's temple and it disappeared 3,000 years ago it was built three times twice after he had built it three times and it disappeared 3,000 years ago and the whole world is still worshiping Solomon's temple. What makes me greater? Because I'm building a temple that shall never be destroyed, and I'm the one that's building in the quarry, and you can't hear the workman's tools working. You can't hear a mallet, a hammer, or a chisel. You can't hear nothing. We're the stone that the builders rejected. The builders rejected. We're the chief cornerstone that was thrown away and all the nations of the earth have attempted to build civilizations without the chief cornerstone.
you and me, the so-called black men of America. We are the tribe of Judah chosen to be the ruler forever, and we are the chief cornerstone that was thrown away, and now I am come to restore you to your proper place. But you don't know where you belong. Because in all the buildings of the civilizations of the world today, the cornerstone is laid as the first stone of the building. But you don't understand the sublime part of your teaching. It's all in your faith. That's not where the cornerstone belongs. The chief cornerstone, the chief, that's the head. The chief cornerstone does not belong on the corner, on the bottom, under the edifice. It is on your dollar bill, the pyramid, where the all C and I belong. That's the pyramid top. We are the chief cornerstone of the ancient craft masons who built that was our fathers who built it, and that cornerstone sits on the top. We're the all C and I. I'm the one, I'm the all C and I that sits on the top. The only building on the earth, and it's the world's greatest wonder, the only building on earth that is incomplete in its building is the pyramid of Giza. Symbol of you and me. The only incomplete part is sitting right on your dollar bill. That's you. I'm the one that raised you up and set you on the top, the chief cornerstone. And as I raise you to the top, you indeed become the world's greatest wonder. When you study King Solomon, you turn to 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1, and you find out why Solomon was really famous. He was famous concerning the name of Yahweh, not his temple. He was not famous for his temple. The temple was built full of signs and symbology and allegories describing you and me in America. So when you study about your uh, Boaz and Yachin, you discover, you're looking at the pillars of everything. That's you and me. That's just some of us. These dry bones fit every part of the temple of Solomon. Some of the bones are the head, some of the neck, some of the shoulders, the foot bone, the neck bone, the leg bone, and all kind of bones. Those, all those different bones are hidden under the symbols of King Solomon's temple. It has to do with your character and rulership. But Solomon was not famous for the building. He was famous concerning the name. Queen of Sheba did not come to see a building. She came to see Solomon concerning the fame of his knowledge and wisdom in the name Yahweh that's hidden. That's what's hidden. That's the world's best kept secret is the name of Yahweh, your black God. Royal family, thank you for listening in. Remember to visit us at our website at www.yahweh144000.com. This is where you can support the growth of our holy Hebrew nation by purchasing books by the Honorable Utewave Baitman Sophie Utewave and transcripts. And we have other products there as well, Royal Family. There also you will see other websites that you can network with. We have a networking family. We also, of course, have 
www.universityofyahweh.org. Royal family, this is for students, this is for parents, this is for adults. This website is for the Godhead, a self-paced online platform, a structured learning approach to the divine mind of Yud Wave. Remember to visit us there. Again, that's www.universityofyahweh.org. And now, royal family, we will close with prayer. Tefala. Ave Nu, Sabasamayam, Yikadash Samerika, Tavo Makutirka, Yaserithunka, Kavasamayam came by Aritz, Et Lekam Kukenu, Tain La Nu Hayom, Uslak Ladu, Al Kataenu, Kimosha Sokim, Gamanaknu, Lakotem Lanu, Veal Tevienu, Ladeni Sayom, Kim Kasenu, Menhara, Kilika, Hamamlaha, Veha Givera, Veha Teferet, Lila May, Olamin Sila. We thank thee, O Yutewave, O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yutewave, praise Yutewave. Beit Noon Sophie, Yud Hey Wav Hey. Royal family, you know I love you. Have a wonderful day, evening in Yud Hey Wav Hey. Shabbat Shalom, Royal family. Shalom, Uvrakah.